And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Slegel. Uh, the other host, of course, and they're in, uh, Mr. Bent Washburn. Hello. I'm here. And I'm we're alive. Go- <laughs> uh, later in the show, uh, we, we've got more monkeys. <laughs> Isn't it great? How could, monkeys are great. I love monkeys. I'm glad we came from monkeys. It's uh, we've been we've been talking about for uh, for for oh probably at least the past year we've been talking about the rise of monkeys, and yeah. uh, this is another this is another uh, episode into that. Uh, yeah. uh, the we're also going to be talking about a forgery, a very uh, embarrassing forgery. For a museum, and yes, it is, yeah. But but in this segment, uh, we're, we're going to announce. Um, well, actually, I have a I have a couple announcements. Uh, uh, the syrup is done. Oh, oh, that's right. That's a, it. It is done. If you're a fan, you know that I have made syrup every year, and. Uh, this year I made syrup. I boiled it down. It's in the jars. It's in the refrigerators, and uh, we have a little uh, little game for you, the listeners. Uh, you can actually have a bottle of my syrup. Are you just giving it away? You're not going to sell it? Oh yeah, You're, it's a surprise. It's a prize. Yes, if you can guess the amount of syrup that I got after I boiled it all down. If you can guess how many ounces, uh, you will win a bottle of syrup. So uh, send me an email, uh, ruleof3 at timslegel.com, with your guess. And the closest guess uh, will receive the bottle of syrup. If if two exact guesses, uh, you can guess, but not online. I don't want (laughs) to. Don't guess right now. You could say, say, okay, (laughs) I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah. Give me your guess. I'm not going to say anything, and I'll register okay. your guess, and you can you might actually get the syrup. So. <laughs> oh man, I might if, just get it anyway. I'll if, come up there. You, yeah, I don't know if you want to think about that for a while. Let me think about it. Let okay. me think about it. Let me do a survey of the trees on your property <laughs> first. That's how important it is to win. And uh, if two uh, if two exact guesses, if uh, people to guess the exact one. Uh, the first one, the first one to email. So get that email in quick. Rule of three at timslegel dot com. Uh, put you can put syrup in the subject, and then just uh, just give me your number. Let me know how many ounces you think I got after boiling down all the gallons of sap. So <laughs> that's announcement one. That's uh, syrup is syrup. Is, do you say syrup or syrup? Syrup. Syrup, I guess. Syrup has never been more exciting. That's announcement one. Okay. So you say syrup? Yeah, I, sometimes I say syrup, and then Kelly mocks me for saying syrup. <laughs> and then I say syrup for a while, and then uh, I say syrup again. Nothing, I don't know why I say syrup. Nothing mm. funnier than a Wisconsin girl making fun of someone's accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of things funnier than that, Tim. <laughs> it actually, you think it gets funnier, but it gets old, actually, after a while. Syrup. <laughs> Uh, All right. Uh, also, another announcement. We were talking before the show, and I, I think everybody's tired of the virus. 
Do you think I, they're tired of it already? It hasn't even peaked yet. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of been worn out for the past two, three weeks. I mean, that's that's been it. It's it, it's not the the evening news anymore. It's the uh, nightly coronavirus report. It was just at first I kind of welcomed it. It was nicer than the impeachment trial coverage, <laughs> but now it's like actually worse than that even. Boy, who who'd a, who'd a thunk we'd be looking forward to going back to the days of Stormy Daniels, huh? <laughs> <laughs> days and nights, frankly. But anyway, uh. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So we've decided we decided that, that that probably would be best if we just just avoided it. Give people give people something else to listen to, because because yeah. I think I think that's all that's all anybody's talking about right now. And Did you talk uh, about it? Your last show. And my last show when I didn't I talked about it a little. Did well, here's here here's here's what I did. I thought this was, I thought this was uh, very clever. I uh, I did my CD pitch uh, uh-huh. uh, in the middle of the show. I did my CD pitch, and uh, I said, you know, it's uh, right now. It's uh, these CDs. I have a special quarantine price in effect. Well, you're not price gouging them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you for a gouger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I said, and uh, to show that I care, uh, with every CD purchased, and I reached into the bag and I pulled out a roll of toilet paper. No, oh, you did. <laughs> got, you yeah, gave got, it yeah, away. That's, wow. that's right. You get a CD and a royal uh, uh, a roll of toilet paper. So now you don't have to worry about uh, buying T-shirts from the Feature Act. <laughs> and he was angry. No, to, thought, where was your show? Where was your show? Because you got to tell everybody where your show. Okay, is. okay. Come it on. was uh, it was at the Northern Lanes in Midland, Michigan. Lanes. A, that's bowling. Bowling. Uh, it is. It, it is definitely a bowling alley. It was With, definitely yeah. a bowling alley. It was. It was a really cool bowling alley too. It looked like it was like really the uh, architecture of the bowling alley was modernist. Oh really? Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. When you get it back was, in like sixties. Uh, yeah, 50s, yeah, 60s. yeah. Really nice, yeah. really nice triangle roof with a with a chimney at the center. It, yeah. uh, but it and it it really uh, uh, it, it is, and it's it was beautiful too. It was in the middle of a middle of a pine forest, so it just Ooh. kind of stood out. Yeah, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous bowling alley. At, at Did one, you go one point. and put your fingers and thumbs in all the balls so you could get coronavirus? Because <laughs> I can't think of a better way to transmit coronavirus. Well, I'm telling bowling I, balls. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, <laughs> those league games, you're not gonna. <laughs> you, <laughs> it's gonna be everywhere. Doesn't I'm anybody care you. about the rules anymore? <laughs> I could see you. That's funny. No, no, it when, just it was full. It was the lanes were all full, all full and rolling. And really? uh, the club, the club was uh, was pretty well was pretty well full as well. There was not there was not a lot of empty tables in the club. So so not CDC approved, especially with those bowling. I'm telling you, bowling balls they're disgusting. And shoes, Every time. balls and shoes. Hello. Yeah, I guess the shoes too. But, yeah. uh, when it comes to shoes, I'm already I'm more of giving the infection than taking it because my feet are horrific. <laughs> there, it's a losing game down there. But. <laughs> My hands aren't the best, but man, those the holes in those bowling balls, especially I have to use the light bowling ball. When you ball bowl, can you handle the big heavy bowling ball? Uh not really, but but I'm not gonna yeah. pick up a light ball. 
Well, that because <laughs> they're always because they're always pink. And uh, 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 I want the. They have I'll... lime green ones, and I'll pick up the lime green one, and then I'll look over there and I'll see like a ten-year-old boy whose fingers had just been up his nose. You know they have, and he's pulling with the same ten-pound lime green ball, and I'm like, oh, uh, oh, I'm gonna get an infection. So where were you? Well, mine is almost as good for spreading infection. I was doing a fundraiser in North Dakota for a wrestling team, which I think if there's any way to transmit a virus, wrestling is a great way. All that skin-to-skin contact and sweat, you'd both strip down. Well, I remember I, re- I remember that you weren't allowed to wear your shoes on the wrestling mat because it caused boils. And I didn't really understand how that how that one translated to the other, but that's what they said is that uh, that wrestlers suffer from boils if you walk on the wrestling mats with in your sh- street shoes because it introduces all that uh, germs or yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and I guess I guess when you get slammed to the mat, it, it kind of pounds those germs in deep. I, gu- I guess I don't know. It's it's like I said, it never the mechanism really that never was really clear to me. Oh no, it makes sense. I mean, you've seen wrestlers. I mean, they really are they really are there's enough contact. I would say that if one of them has a cold, the other will get it. I mean, when you watch wrestling, they just dig their faces right into each other's face and it's Well, sure. They do not uh, they do not wipe down those steel chairs after they pick them up. <laughs> It was a pro wrestling fundraiser. <laughs> Isn't that true? I've always said that of wrestling, it's the one sport that when you go from amateur to pro, it's totally different. Becomes really a di- completely different sport, yeah. Yeah, whereas amateur football to pro, it's, you know, pretty much the same. But it's very... It's, yeah. I guess I guess synchronized swimming, too, kind of changes, too, uh, when you when you go pro. But uh, Is there pro? What? Oh, because well, there used where, to be. There used to be. There used to be. You know, in the days of uh, in the days of the MGM studios, they used to use synchronized swimmers for for movies and oh, movie roles. Right. And yeah, what, what was the name of that swimmer lady that would always uh, Esther Williams? Is that right? thank you, Esther Williams? Yeah, I was and, just trying to get you to give up how much older you are <laughs> to all the listeners. Well, you know, <laughs> there was, was also dirty, there was. There was also Wiki Wachi, uh, uh, oh, that's right. which we, we talk, talked about talked a couple. About yeah, we talked about that a couple of times uh, near yeah. the Monkey Jungle, which will uh... near the Monkey Jungle. Don't <laughs> you say that for later. Okay. Save the monkeys. And uh, well, that's the end of this one. was on my mind back before you exploded you were a friend of mine i just don't know i might explode but you were so isolated so far hey we're back on the rule of three in the final segment uh more monkeys we have more monkeys stories coming for you uh i say you're definitely going to want to stick around but in this segment we were going through the news, and uh, well, actually, it's kind of a big news story. It was kind of broken uh, by the National Geographic, is that uh, some Dead Sea Scrolls that were being displayed at the the Bible Museum there in Washington D.C. Bent. Yeah, that, uh, I've I've walked by it. I've never gone in, but yeah, yeah. Huh. Dead Sea Scrolls at the Museum of the Bible are all forgeries. They're all. 
forgeries. I just wonder how many people are contacting them for refunds. <laughs> As, <laughs> oh, I came there and saw fake Bible pages. They look real when you see the picture of them, don't they? Did you look at them? They look, man, they look old. They look really old. Uh, they yeah, really they, well, that, actually what they look like to me is like somebody printed up a couple pages on their computer and then put it in the oven. Is that what? I guess, except is it leather? What is it they're written on? I don't know. I don't know. You didn't read the article? Because I can't. No, I didn't read it. (laughs) I read it. I didn't remember any of it. I instantly forgot it. I'm just thinking it's such a scandal that they had to be so happy that the virus story broke so they can just slide this out there. You know, no one's even watching this story. You know, in fact, they probably did it. That's so like a Bible people to start a plague so that they could cover their forgery. You you think you think people are still going to come in and look at look at forged look at forged Bible pages? (laughs) They're going to they're going to change the name of the museum to the Museum of the Forgery. (laughs) People are are going to say, "Oh my gosh, look at this! Look how many people paid to see this forgery. (laughs) This is an amazing forgery that fooled scientists and historians for years, years, years." The new findings don't cast doubt on the 100,000 real Dead Scroll fragments. You want to bet? Most of which lie in, quote, the shrine of the book, part of the Israel Museum in Jerusalem. So they have a bunch of actual Dead Sea Scroll fragments over in Israel, but this Bible museum bought a bunch of forgeries. That's what happened. Huh. They wanted to have it as good as the Shrine of the Book over in Israel, and then they they went out on the market. I don't know how they advertised. Where do you buy something like this? You know what I mean? eBay. How do you buy eBay? You do eBay? you do just do a eBay, search for Craigslist. Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> Dead Sea Scroll fragments. And it's like, oh my a... gosh, look at the, the bidding's only up to forty five million so far. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm holding off to the last 10 minutes and get my bid in. <laughs> Once one or two of the fragments were fake, you knew all of them probably are because they came from the same sources. <laughs> they look 70, basically the 70 same. forged fragments have hit the market since 2002. So so this is, a, is, not, is not the first time that people have been fooled by... Uh, by fake fragments of the Dead Sea Scrolls. I wonder if any of our listeners are like, oh, crap. I wonder if mine are real. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get to check this out. Let's see. Oh, 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 here we go. Uh, Yeah. $3 million is what they paid for them. $3 million. Wow. Uh, um, Oh, no, no, it's... uh, no, there were there were other fragments uh, that they that were smuggled out of Iraq that they paid three million dollars for. So, so uh-huh. other other biblical, um, bibli- oh, so they, biblical they all, artifacts. So they yeah. kind of was a bundle deal. Is that yeah. what you're saying? No, no, that they've been collecting a bunch of stuff at the Museum of the Bible. Oh, okay. well, they yeah. got they got some artifacts artifacts out of Iraq that they paid three million dollars for. That was not the that was not the scrolls. I bet they are checking everything now. 
To find out more about its fragments, the Museum of the Bible reached out to L O L L and her company. L O L. Yeah, L O L and her company. That's L O L L. Laugh out loud, and I mean loud. <laughs> the Museum of the Bible's chief curator, curatorial officer, Jeffrey Kloha. That's the chief curatorial officer. Mm-hmm. We really hope this is helpful to other institutions and researchers because we think this provides a good foundation for looking at other pieces, does even it say, if it raises other questions. Does it say how they did it? I'm looking for that part. I know, I, I know the Shroud of Turin that they that they that they wanted to try to try to certify the authenticity of that, and then for the longest time they'd say, well, we need uh, we need to get a thread from the Shroud of Turin, and then we have to destroy it so we can carbon date it. And was, oh no 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 you can't that's sacred yeah. yeah that's sacred you can't it's like huh can't. Okay. but you they can't they, prove they finally they find, yeah they finally they stated. finally did it and they it only dated back to like a thousand uh, CE. Well, I was hoping you'd say like 1952 for bed sheets <laughs> from a Motel Six. <laughs> yeah, that's a different that's a different shroud of Turin there. <laughs> yeah, whole different uh, death there. So is that but what they, they did? Did they carbon date this? Was it papyrus? Team, it doesn't really no, say, does it? Said first, the team concluded that the fragments were seemingly made of the wrong material. Huh. Nearly all the authentic Dead Sea Scroll fragments are made of tanned or lightly tanned parchment, but at least 15 of the Museum of the Bible's fragments were made of leather. Okay, you know what? Which is thicker and bumpier, you think, really, and huh. more fibrous. What, what is, what is, what is, par- <laughs> isn't parchment leather? No, I don't think parchment's leather, is it? Or is it super, is it, or is it? It's I, thought, like I thought parchment was sheep squished. leather. It's like super, though, isn't it? Like super thin leather parchment. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, pounded thin. Yeah, well, I this think so. is just leather, just just leather, leather. So that somebody yeah. somebody carved into it with tandy tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like on some beach in Mexico. There's a mansion. How many million did they get? That's great. <laughs> Three million dollars for the uh, for the Iraqi artifacts that were smuggled out. So, and they they, they actually had to had to answer to U.S. authorities over over that. Uh, wow. The team's best guess is that the leather itself is ancient, recovered from scraps found in the Judean desert or elsewhere. Oh. One tantalizing possibility is that they can't come from ancient leather shoes or sandals. So, 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 so it actually it could have been it could have been funny. They they could have actually found something more ancient than Dead Sea Scrolls, and then somebody <laughs> yeah. something more historic, and somebody wrote on them, and you know, and then Probably. dated them, yeah. dated them to 2000 BC when they were actually you know it was yeah it was, it's it like was the, remnants it, it was remnants of the covenant they found and wrote. Yeah. <laughs> they actually wrote. The New Testament on it. The shoes of Jesus that were removed. (laughs) And they ruined them. They wrote all over the shoes of Jesus. Yeah, it has a row of what looked like artificially made holes in the shoes. That's a giveaway. Somewhat similar to those found in Roman, no, Roman era shoes. Huh. Huh. So, So it was Caesar's shoes. Well, it still could have been, you know, when the. 
Christians oh, yeah. had to hide from the Romans. They had to have, yeah. find a way to trans, transfer the Bible from uh, church to church. So they wrote it on their shoes. Wrote it on Everybody. the inside of their shoes. Yeah. So that so maybe they're not the Dead Sea Scrolls, but they're at least. Uh, That's not a stretch at all. I could see them doing that. Okay. You you got Leviticus one and two. You do Leviticus three and four. You're gonna do the begats because <laughs> you got boots up to your. Okay. Ever uh, ever read Fahrenheit four fifty one or see the movie? Oh yeah, yeah so I read the, the book. I didn't see the movie. Yeah, the the book people. Oh yeah, that's essentially yeah, that's essentially what it was like. They were the they, they were the book people, but back then they were the shoe people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're riding them on their shoes. Everybody just thought they were really introverted. But, no, they were reading. They were spiritual. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. It makes me want to go and see him now. Uh, yeah. I I was never curious to go into the Bible Museum, but now I am. I would like to see it. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe we will, and maybe it'll be a future episode. Yeah, it's a good idea. We're back on the rule of three in the final segment. Uh, the, the lead on this article kind of says it all. Hundreds of starving monkeys fought over a single banana that was left in the street <laughs> <laughs> as the tourists who regularly feed them shun Thailand. The normally well-fed primates swarmed across a street in Lopuri, central Thailand, after they spotted a fellow monkey holding a banana. <laughs> I think this is where we are headed, don't you? I mean, replace that with toilet paper. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, you think we've evolved, have you? <laughs> <laughs> They're hoarding bananas. My niece actually was in a... Uh, grocery store in California, and I think this is—I think this is funny. She said that there was uh, that the, the dairy case was full. There was still plenty of milk, but there was no soy or almond milk. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. These are people already <laughs> the meat, racked. The by meat fear. section. The meat section. Perfectly yeah. well stocked. Not a yeah. single veggie burger. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense because if you're chugging bacon and red meat, you're not worried about dying, really. <laughs> no, you're living. That's yeah. what it is. You are living. You are living your last months to their fullest, and we're getting real close to virus talk. So uh, we are. Yeah, let's go on. But we so, can't. We can't really. Monkeys. We can't really. Uh, can't really deny this. The reason why, of course, the people are are shunning the uh, the streets. Yeah, that's right. Why, why the why the tourists are not there to feed the monkeys as they normally would. Uh, uh, well, we can't say that. You you can guess why people aren't yeah. in the streets feeding the monkeys. Yeah, because they were told not to. It's against the rules. That's why. The officials put up a sign that said, don't do it, and all of them complied. They said, okay. <laughs> that's not what happened, by the way. And uh, the final sentence, the final sentence in the article, and this is this is the one. This is the one I find the most interesting, is that the local media claimed the hundreds of monkeys belonged to two rival gangs. <laughs> They're in gangs, and they had been squabbling over food as tourist numbers to the country plummeted. Yeah, 
So wow. it's like, so yeah, so it's uh, so it's exactly what we were talking about. Uh, I don't know if that was an episode or not where we were talking about um, indigenous peoples on an island when uh, uh, basically when food in one side runs out, they, they oh, go yeah. to they go to war with. Uh, uh, did I just compare indigenous peoples to monkeys? You might have just done that. Tim. <laughs> I, uh, well, I think well, we should yeah. talk about the virus instead, frankly. Let's let us point out that. Uh, uh, um, that we also mentioned that fighting over toilet paper was very monkey-like. So yes, well, we are just yeah, we are not we, Friday, we are not saying that. that certain people are closer to their our, our primate cousins. I'm saying that we all share a primatology between all of us. Yeah, we all we all if if someone has a banana and we don't, we want the banana. I yeah. mean, yeah, especially if there's nowhere we can get a banana. Right, and and when bananas become scarce, the tribalism—that's yeah. what it is. These two rival monkey gangs—they were probably fine. They were fine gangs. before. They, they're they're like, okay, yeah, you can have the tables at that restaurant. We'll have the tables at this restaurant, and you know, yeah. we'll do our little monkey dances for the for the for, you know for the tourists. Yeah, that makes sense. But, and then the scarcity makes those boundaries suddenly like you you choose sides. Yeah, when yeah. The, the boundaries over. get really well defined, and uh, all you have to do. And, and actually, for me, I want to go to Thailand now. Good. You want to go see the monkey gangs fight? I want to throw yeah. one banana cruel. into the yeah, middle I know, of the just street. <laughs> Take out your phone, and film it, post it. Look at these stupid monkeys. <laughs> it's uh, just cruel. Uh, I wonder if they they have games like the the, the ga- names for their, their and, and and monkey gang signs. Uh, would they have monkey gang signs? <laughs> and, and colors. No. Well, it's, I guess uh, they would. They yeah. would. They'd have yeah, monkey gang the, signs. Yeah, we're the we're the banana gang. The banana gang. <laughs> we're the yeah, apple dumpling gang. Yeah, we're the kiwis, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's they they. This is weird. What's but Lapori resident Somchai Unakong, 75, told Thai News questioned whether the behavior could be linked to the coronavirus outbreak. What does he mean? Does he think the monkeys have a virus? What is he saying? I don't get that. The, did what, you see the, that? The, uh, I, 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 I didn't, but it's uh, virus-free, so we can't. Oh, we can't say. <laughs> it, it, it's, I think it's linked. I think it's linked only in the aspect that, uh, that nobody's— There's no bananas. The, the, the yeah. tourists aren't. And the, 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 and the tourists have been feeding them. So, I mean, these, these monkeys, so I mean, not, that's, yeah. that, that's pretty much their job is to, is to entertain the tourists. They're not—and they've, they've prospered on that. And essentially yeah. what you've done is you've removed their source of income. It's uh, they can't, you know, and I, I feel a lot of simpatico with these <laughs> yeah. with these with these monkeys as uh, uh, the clubs are going to be closed for two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to be fighting over those slots. It's oh, are you get kidding? Nasty. Are you kidding? I am. I am going to be fighting against the improv actors <laughs> for, for, for stage time. So oh. it's uh, yeah, you are going to lose. That's what's... <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. This kills me. Bystanders were stunned and said the behavior was totally out of character for the monkeys. Well, apparently not. Huh. Apparently not. It happened. That kind of stuff drives me nuts. Okay. They looked more like wild dogs than monkeys. Okay. Well, you're 
an idiot. <laughs> it's just dumb. <laughs> they went crazy for the single piece of food. I've never seen them this aggressive. She added, I think the monkeys were very, very hungry. <laughs> genius. That's a genius. That's onlooker Sasaluk Ratanchai. You know what? I shouldn't make fun of her. She probably... That was her second language that she said all that. So that's sure. pretty good, actually. Sure, she's probably she, she's probably never seen she'd never seen hungry monkeys before. No, it's they were <laughs> they, they, they were they were they were they were fat, well fed, happy, contented monkeys, and yeah, it's uh, uh, what is it? The hierarchy of needs is that uh, yeah is that they yeah. were busy. They were busy. They the, the the food was satisfied, which was giving them time to uh, go back to their little monkey huts and uh, work on tools. Yeah. They were. <laughs> <laughs> and now that they're now that they're starving, they have no ability to uh, perfect their tools or to develop yeah. agriculture. Or speech, all that stuff. Written just language. Out the window yeah. Until they get. <laughs> yeah. Until they get some. Bananas. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you writing on uh, there, Bonzo? Oh, <laughs> shoe leather. No, we don't have a <laughs> Bible forgery. <laughs> we, 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 we don't have bananas. time. We don't have time for 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 that. That's not shoe leather. That's food. We don't have time <laughs> yeah, for written true. language now. <laughs> <laughs> that kills me. Two rival gangs. Local media claim that hundreds of monkeys belong to two rival gangs. <laughs> You know, yeah. When you've got the when you got the gangs, it's uh, there, there goes the neighborhood, huh? Oh, listen to this. It it was claimed that this can't be true. It was claimed the two gangs' territories are cut off from one another due to train tracks. So they're on the other side of the tracks, just like the, was, <laughs> this isn't real. Someone, this isn't real. He's from the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> well, well, actually, yeah, they're both from the wrong side. If they're rival gangs, they're both from the wrong side of the tracks. That's true. So uh, they both think they both think that their ti- their side of the tracks is where the best monkeys live. Yeah, that's what they think. Probably a superior. Well, they belong in a zoo. That's what the problem is. Every one of them. So how do they? I, I'm guessing monkeys don't look all look the same that they that they do to you and I. There's got to oh. be there's because otherwise how do you how do you identify? Tim, you know, it, what? You, did you just say all monkeys look alike? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> It's just, it just never. <laughs> uh, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna call me monkey phobic now. <laughs> I'm not saying you're afraid of them. I think you think you're better than monkeys, Tim. That's what I think. Well, I think you think you're superior to monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually had a banana for breakfast and didn't even finish it. Just left it. I, I ate half the banana and said, nah, I don't want a banana, and left it on the counter. So, yeah, I'm better than those monkeys. <laughs> of course, with all the clubs closing, I might go back for that banana in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, you'll be thinking about the banana you threw away. Oh, man. Poor monkeys. That's killing me. Anyway. That's uh, that sort of brings us to the end of uh, this episode, uh, the first virus-free episode of the Rule of Three. Uh, uh, no politics, no virus. It's your oasis from everything. Um, if you're interested in that syrup and uh, that value of that syrup, I uh, the grocery stores uh, almost out of syrup. 
So uh, this is uh, very could be a very valuable prize here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> rule of three at timslegel.com. Drop me an email and uh, uh, guess how many ounces of syrup you think I got from my trees this uh, spring. And if you closest to the number gets the bottle of syrup. So that's uh, that's a good contest. I, I think so. I, I have it. no syrup to offer you or, or syrup. I have neither syrup nor syrup. <laughs> but if you want to contact me and find out what I guessed and then under or overbid me by an ounce, you can do so. You can do the price is right technique. But Bent Washburn, uh, you just Google that, and I have email and websites and uh, videos. You can stream my specials on YouTube, and I get pennies. And you can You're cool. Or uh, you can also go to timslegel.com. And uh, find out where I'm not working the next two weeks. <laughs> and yeah, me too. Uh, other than that, we will uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>